This is when we could uh, still go out to the clubs. <laughs> now we're stuck at home. A night to remember, Shalama. Ahead of that was Manano by uh, Jeff Maluleke. So we're angry right now. I mean, after the first weekend under lockdown, uh, you know, COVID-19 has been playing havoc with our emotions over the last week or so. And we've totally made a 180 degrees turn in terms of our emotional state. And um, so Professor Talia Kreling from the University of Johannesburg and Dr. Stefano Rousseau have actually conducted a, a happiness index. And uh, we're going to be talking about the kind of emotions that we go through, that we are going through um, during this lockdown. And we want you to share your experience with us. So we're going to be opening the line at the moment on 0891104207. Your SMSs as well, 41391. You can also send through those voice notes as well on our WhatsApp line. Uh, Professor Dr. Stephanie Rousseau, thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening. Hello, Nomza. It's a it's a great privilege to be talking to you this morning. Oh, my morning, your evening. <laughs> you sound chirpy. How how are you doing? How are things personally, on your end? Mm. Personally, oh, well, this is uh, New Zealand has been in lockdown until the from the twenty sixth, mm. and um, I am stuck at home with a, a five year old and an eight year old and a husband that's forty year old but acting like he's six. <laughs> so. Um, I don't know if everybody's going to make it out in the four weeks' time, but I'm hoping, hoping that we all survive. Yeah. And uh, you've, you and uh, Professor Talita Kreling have um, actually embarked on a study in t- where uh, emotions are concerned. What have you found and what kind of emotions have, uh, have been gauged in the study? Um, well, the emotion stems from a bigger picture in which we started to measure the happiness levels of countries. Mm. And we started this project back last year in April, <clears throat> excuse me, in 2019, when we launched the Happiness Index Project for South Africa during your election. And it allows us to use um, a live stream of tweets. Mm-hmm. And we take a sentiment analysis and it tells us whether the emotion or the, the sentiment expressed in a tweet is either happy or sad or neutral. And that l- allows us to see the mood of the nation uh, within an hour of having an either a political or social event happening. And then when the COVID struck, we thought, well, Let's let's think about this logically. Mm. Of course, happiness levels for countries will be below its average. But we have to find out what is driving that change. You can't just say everybody's now less happy than previously. We need to know the underpinning emotions. So we started a secondary analysis of our tweets from last year um, up until now, Mm. in which we we use a lexicon called um, Sayuzet. And it, it extracts the emotion that underpins each and every tweet that we analyze. And then we made a split in our data and we said, all right, let's look at emotions before mm-hmm. COVID-19 affected mm-hmm. everybody. And let's look at emotions after the first weekend in lockdown um, for, for COVID-19. And what we found is there was a significant change. We could not even believe the data when we wow. saw it first. It's so big, the change mm. in that. Um, for South Africa specifically, joy was down significantly. Mm. Trust was down. Um, South Africans do not have trust in 
um, in government, mm. in the society, in the neighbors to actually stay at home and do what it will take mm. to take COVID down and break the cycle. Um, they have, they feel as if they're now bound within the four walls of their house. Their joy is taken away. You know, South Africans are very social people yeah. and now having to be stuck inside um, the house all the time, it feels as if they've got nothing left that is joyful for them. And then we saw on the flip side that that makes them very angry. angry which they is- are... Yeah, uh, sorry, sorry, which is what I've noticed. I mean, I'm looking at the index now. Um, anger went from 8.8 before COVID-19, and it's now at about 18, 18.9%. Yes, it is a significant increase. Mm. So what we do is we always go micro. So we let the tweets tell the story. We don't go, oh, what are the news headlines? And then we try and make sure that that is what we report. We mm. read I cannot tell you how many tweets we have read in the last year. So we extract that emotion and we see from the tweets that people are angry. And then we go and we read the tweets and say, okay, why are South Africans so extremely angry? And it does shine a light on that South Africa still has empathy for their fellow man in that they are extremely mad in how um, the police and the military are treating um, people under COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody understands that they have to enforce the law mm-hmm. and make sure that people abide by it. But the way that they're going about it, it just feels like they're kicking the poorest of the poor that needs to get out and get their food because they couldn't mm-hmm. buy up everything like the richer people did just before lockdown and they've been treated very unfairly. Um, additionally, the fact that Moody's downgraded South Africa to junk status, it feels as if they are being, South Africans are being kicked in the teeth. Kicked while, uh, when yeah, you kicking read, us down we, while we down. Excuse me? I'm just saying that it seems like we're being kicked while we down. Yes, tremendously. If you look around the world, all the stock markets are down. Mm-hmm. Um, most countries will go, go into a recession again. We will recover quicker because it's not driven by a bank failure, but something else, an external shock. But we will recover. Mm-hmm. But there's no leeway being extended to South Africa to see if they can also recover, just like the rest of the world's economies. Yeah. And um, yes. Oh, sorry. I actually just wanted to invite our listeners as well, just to, to as we're talking about, you know, emotions during COVID-19, just to find out how they are and what kind of emotions they are experiencing at the stage. Is it anger? Are you, are you sad? Are you disgusted? Are you anxious? You know, send through your voice notes. And uh, Dr. Rousseau, we're just going to listen to a couple more uh, before we continue with our conversation. Let's take a listen. Evening, Sis Namsa. Um, this is Manchin Lazi from Chosini. I'm coping. I'm coping with the lockdown because I'm having my family around and they're keeping my company. We're keeping each other's company. Um, and also too, here in Chosini, you, you only feel the lockdown when you are in town. Around here, people are busy like normally. Thank you, Sis Namsa, for a wonderful show. I'm listening from Chosini. SAFM, what's up? This is Tibo from Mbalent, Lempo Malangane. 
Yeah, about this COVID-19, man, it's not like it affects us in a way. But if our municipality is going to cut electricity now and then, each and every day, man, just imagine. That is where this lockdown really hits us as a community very bad. So our government begging municipality needs to be exposed, guys. Because if we are being under lockdown and cut, and cut off electricity, it's not different from in prison, guys. Please. Away. Mm-hmm. Dr. So, so this is what some of our it, listeners it, have uh, to say. The non-doc? Yes. Um, if, I heard, if I heard correctly, mm. the first caller um, said that um, he's coping because of family. And yes. the second caller um, was a bit irritated about the fact that his electricity gets cut. Mm. That's exactly that's what, what they we, said. That is what we picked up as well. Um, another thing that South Africans are extremely upset about is that they're not allowed to go out for physical exercise, walking the dog, just going out and having some fresh sunlight. But then they are faced with load shedding, mm. which makes an already horrible situation, situation almost unbearable. unbearable. Absolutely. As- but, but at the flip side, you know, South Africans are very resilient. Through mm. times, always have been. And we find that when South Africans express joy and when they express a positive sentiment, it is completely related to family time. Mm-hmm. Many of the tweets that are positive about this um, very horrible situation that everybody is in relates to the thing that gets me through is my family uh, in the midst of this chaos. The good thing that I can see from this is now I can spend quality time with my family. There's also... Um, uh, expression for self-reflection now that the, the busyness of the day is no longer there. You're not mm. stuck in traffic any longer. You can self-reflect and maybe see this as a new starting point to reflect, internalize and see what's lying ahead of you. And of course, there is always turning to God in a time of this. And I'm, I'm, I also want to just ask you in terms of what you've noticed in terms of being disappointed the feeling of disappointment in oneself in terms of a lot of the times we turn to procrastinate um saying that i will do this tomorrow and then we in the space now where you can't move where a lot of um services are not being provided so i'm just wondering up um, wondering in terms of feelings of disappointment whether you've been able to pick any of those emotions up as well uh, we can't really pick up the uh, emotion disappointment, but yeah. we can we can look at um, anticipation, and uh, we can also look at sadness to see whether there's an anticipation that now that they're stuck in um, lockdown, that things are going to get worse or or better. And we can also look at sadness that you know all of a sudden there's a realization that what you wanted to do tomorrow mm. you can't do any longer, and that creates the emotional sadness. And that there's nothing of that. It is as if this is a it's a it's a pause being pressed, a button of pause being pressed. Mm. And um, my, you know, my my complete honest opinion is that South Africans will bounce back. They will. We always do, but the thing is, you know, we we are left with scars in the process. It's like healing has to take um, over over and over again. It. <laughs> It, yes. it it it, it yes. gets quite tough, but I also want yeah. to concentrate now finally on the trust issue. Um, somehow we've seen our, our, our government step up a bit, 
um, in terms of their response to, to COVID-19. So in terms of your gauge, how, how are South Africans um, gauging government in terms of trust at the moment? Well, um, originally, uh, there was absolutely no trust that government was going to be able to get the right policies and procedures in place to nip this COVID virus in the butt and to, to get everything sorted. There was no trust. And then when um, uh, President Ramaphosa made his um, uh, speech and declared the state of emergency, people really got behind him and they found that he was doing the right thing. He was going fast, he was going hard on this virus, and he will make sure that the country gets through it. But then you saw various political parties, instead of supporting President Ramaphosa mm-hmm. and they are focusing on getting South Africa through this, they started playing the political game. Don't they starting always? To break like they always do. Mm-hmm. And there's a time and a place for everything, but this is not the time for opposition mm-hmm. to, to break down what the government is trying to do. This is a time for you to unite. As one, mm. fight your fight when this is over. But the most important thing is to get this country through this. Mm. And um, so we've seen that there's been a, a, a change in the trust. There, there was no trust in the beginning. But now now that uh, President Ramaphosa is actually standing firm and implementing more and better protocols, um, trust is starting to, to pick up again in that they think that South, Africa, South Africa's government will get them through this. Dr. Stephanie Rousseau from Auckland University of Technology will have to leave it there, I'm afraid. Thank you so much for your time. And just a quick one, where can we access the the, the um, results of the study? Nomsa, people can go to www.gnh, that stands for Growth National Happiness, dot today. So that's again, www.gnh, dot today. And thank you so much for having me on your show. It was a real pleasure. Thank you so much for coming through with your chirpy voice. <laughs> and uh, good luck with the lockdown there. It seems like it's prolonged in your part of the world. And we'll see um, in days to come whether we'll have to endure more days of the lockdown as well. Thank you so much for joining us and enlightening us on this topic. All right, that's uh, Dr. Stefani Rousseau and her and uh, Professor Talita Kreling have actually um, conducted a study, the happiness index on emotions before and amid the COVID-19. So we've been asking you as well how you are dealing with the lockdown. Let's take a listen to one more voice note. These police are treating us the way they want on the streets. It's like the soldiers, they're beating up people as if this is apartheid times. They are just doing whatever they want as if they don't have commanders. You know, if you're a soldier, you are trained for discipline, that you must be disciplined, you must obey, you must do what you are told. But now when a, a police or a, 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 a soldier is going to beat you up and then you are told that soldiers behave that way, they are trained to behave that way, can't, they are not told how to behave or how what to do. Are they told to beat us on the streets? It's like angering. Today I was told that to go and buy groceries, I must get go go get a, a letter from a, a, a council. Now for me to go out to buy bread, I must go to get a letter from a council where I stay here in Matadiel. It's very angering what they are doing to us, Crystal here in Matadiel. 
Chris, uh, definitely emoting anger there, which is understandable and uh, not very happy with the way that some of our law enforcement officials are actually enforcing the uh, COVID-19 lockdown regulations. But this is all that we have for tonight on uh, SAFM Off the Pitch. I'll be back tomorrow evening as well, standing in for Lizard Khan. Up next is a good vibes with John Herrike. But before that, Gregory Hose uh, has your news.